This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. That's all I have in our official plays. Uh, baseball really don't care because we have the ultimate insider on the phone lines. Joining us right now on the Roman guest line is Cody Decker, our Odyssey MLB insider, talking all things MLB. And if you, you know, if you're nice, he'll talk about basketball. Cody, how you doing this evening? Oh, you know, living the dream. I'm talking to you guys. What's up, homie? Cody, thank you so much for joining the show. You sound like you're living the dream. I wish I was where you are. I'm not going to lie. I don't even care where you are. I wish I was there. He sounds happy. Yeah. He oh. does sound happy. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, are well, you? You're on the fo- Oh, I'm on the I'm on the middle of traffic on the 405. Oh, so you know, so hell. no, so How no. How you guys doing? No, I take that. Where I'm are you t- heading? Oh, home. Just going home. Gonna go home. Watch me some. Uh, watch me some baseball tonight. Well, can you tell me why the Mariners, which you <laughs> told me, Cody, you talked all off season about the Mariners, the Mariners, the Mariners, and I was with you. Accidentally played them twice. The over on their win total. Is there any hope for my man? I will ask you this every t- single time you're on the show. What's going on with the Mariners? Is there any hope? Of course there's hope for the Mariners. I think the Mariners are going to be perfectly fine maybe in a couple of years. You know, listen, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Listen, it doesn't go the way we want sometimes. I'm a little angry about it just like you are. I want the 1996 Mariners back. And quite frankly, this team has the lineup and the pitching staff to do it. But you know what? We don't deserve nice things, Quentin. That's just the way it is. I mean, look oh, look next to you. Look at Ryan. <laughs> Ryan doesn't believe in the Rays for some reason. We don't all get what we want. <laughs> I know, and the Rays are up 4 nothing right now on my Marlins, who are officially dead to me. Uh, not dead to me, but not a great night for Dylan Cease. He's finally, finally let me down. He gives up. Let's carry the one. Six runs, strikes out one. Trevor Story homers again tonight. I believe he has like five in his last four days, something like that. Three RBI already. Um, not a great night for Dylan Cease. Should I, when when do I start to worry? Not about Dylan Cease, but about the White Sox, man. I don't think you do need to worry. I think the team's going to start really putting it together. I really thought Sunday was going to be the Same. turning point for the team. Um, sadly, today, not the case. When you got your guy, Dylan Cease, my guy, the K-Prop King himself out there, and yeah. quite frankly, getting shelled, that is not what you want to see. But Trevor's story right now. Going from the worst statistical second baseman in Major League Baseball to the very best statistical second baseman in baseball by a matter of three days is pretty astonishing. I'm curious, Cody, you, you talk about the White Sox having thinking they were going to turn it around on that, that day where Tim Anderson had that three-run homer just to kind of like close it out for, for respect and for the culture. Um, I just want to kind of get your, your perspective on – bad blood player relationships in major league baseball. How, do, how does it play off play out over the course of many years of your career? Like, does it go hot and then cold? Is it dependent on the teams that you're on? Are you, are, do you have inside jokes with uh, certain players and then you go to a new team and those, those inside jokes just disappear? 
Uh, a little bit, but it, I don't know. If you have inside jokes with players and you go to another team and it disappears, that doesn't really happen. But <laughs> I, I can't stress enough, I never had an inside joke with a player that I didn't get along with, that's for sure. It's uh, I, Listen, you have different uh, dyna- dynamics, especially when you're playing with a guy that you might have gotten to a brawl with a couple of years earlier. You know, I was in a clubhouse with Matt Kemp and – Carlos Quentin, where there was a huge, huge brawl the year before between the two of those. Um, so it's just it can be an interesting di- dynamic. It usually takes a sit down conversation. Usually, cooler heads prevail. We're joined now by our Odyssey MLB insider Cody Decker. Reminder: All of these conversations we have throughout the night available on the podcast. Type in Bet MGM tonight on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Cody Scherzer was one of the favorites to win the NL Cy Young. Um, that did not well his odds now are through the freaking floor um, because of his injury he's out at least six to eight weeks and also DeGrom was shelved with the shoulder issue uh, before the season started so what's your outlook on the NL Cy Young award now I'm looking at it right now Corbin Burns is the favorite at plus 325 he got Carlos Rodon at uh, six to one odds he got Walker Bueller 11 uh, to one odds and some other things so on and so forth anything uh, that stick out to you on the odds board about the NL Cy Young it, really, that it's just not like a four-man race of four Brewers at the moment because the Brewers really, it's going to be a battle between those four guys and it's going to be at the point where that's the only thing keeping this team alive because the offense is terrible. Uh, I, I really like Woodruff. I like Burns. I think Burns is just going to keep rolling through teams. I, I'm a little off of Walker Bueller. I don't feel like he's bringing that ace stuff that you're, you expect out of him. In fact, I'm really waiting for Clayton Kershaw to eventually get back to this team because he was looking like the Clayton Kershaw of old. Hey, Cody, do you think it's worth a flyer if DeGrom comes back, let's say, like late June or early July, and he's going to be able to make 16 starts just with all the injuries, you know, like with Scherzer going down, with Corbin Burns, as great as he's been, he's given up more homers already this season than he did all of last year. Do you think it'd be worth it or he's just it's just too too far gone because it would be July the already? Question- the question is, what is? I don't think it's the date. He just has to come out and do something miraculous. Yeah. And if there is a guy who has the talent to do something miraculous, it's him. And it's going to be a team that's going to be not only battling, but you probably, you know, in first place by several games because the NL East is not what we expected it to be. I'm curious, Cody. I have a theory, uh, and it's it's a trend. It's it's more of like a, a narrative about about weight, fat pitchers, <laughs> fat pitchers in the sun. I'm I'm thinking about overs during the heat of the dog days of summer. Thinking about Nestor Cortez, for example, getting absolutely shelled when it was like 90 degrees and 50% humidity. Is there anything to that? Yes. <laughs> Expand. Expand. Yeah, being Keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely something to it. Hey, man, listen. Let's not pretend that the best guys in shape are not going to handle the humidity a little bit better if i'm going to sit if i'm going to be out at a beach and with high humidity i'm pretty sure Giancarlo stanton is going to be sitting pretty fine the entire day and Nestor cortez is probably going to need to find some shade at some point it's just yeah i there is something to that i played with plenty of guys that would show up pretty hungover during day games Wow, that seems good. Fun. That's also good to know. Hey, day games, fat, too. hungover, overs on those days. Hey, guys have thrown no hitters hungover though. Skinny ones. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I may have hit a home run or two, where I may have still been drunk from the previous night. <laughs> Bet you Wells Odyssey. <laughs> That's the text on Cody Decker okay. used to drink and smoke and do all types of things before hitting a home run. Sources say. It's- 
Especially when I played in Mexico. My God. <laughs> like Kenny Powers. Just like... <laughs> Cody, I got to ask you about this. So the season only about a month and a half in. Uh, what's your biggest surprise so far this season, whether it's good or bad? Um, you know what? It, I don't know if it's my surprise. I expected them to not to play amazingly, but really, I'm a little... I'm a little worried about how not fun the Blue Jays have been to watch yeah. lately. If they're not going to win, they might as well be the most fun team to watch like they were last year. And this year, they're kind of bland to watch, and they're not putting together the season they are. Maybe it's just because the expectations were through the roof. But this team, we opened up the season with the second-best odds to win the World Series, and I don't think they're a playoff team. If you don't trust the Dodgers, which you'd be crazy not to, who do you, who do you trust more, the Padres or the Giants? Because the Giants' slow start to the season for them, they're just so bad uh, defensively, which I can't believe, man. I just keep playing Giants overs. Are the Padres for real, or do you think the Giants could turn it around? I think it's the Padres right now. They have pitching depth. They have legit pitching depth for the first time in a couple of years. Not to mention on top of that, Bob Melvin is a difference maker. Just him alone was going to give this team an extra seven wins they lost out on last year. A lot of late-inning decisions made by the manager last year that just not only pissed off the entire city of San Diego, but hell, it pissed off other people around the league. He just really kind of blew some late-inning spots. So I think this is a great setup for San Diego. I think they're going to give Dodgers a Did we lose you? The Dodgers are just the best team. I'm I'm interested, Cody, in your thoughts on on the Mets. Obviously, Scherzer out eight weeks. Degrom is still an indefinite timetable, probably July. McGill out as well with that bicep injury. Um, what how how do you attack like strategically what the the Mets should do with pitching? Because there's a lot of teams that don't want to give up on the season yet, but starting pitchers that are technically available. I don't know. It's just who is available and what's the price going to be? At this point, here's what the thing is. What, Tristan, what kind of capital do the Mets have as far as minor league players? Because I don't even know what kind of minor league system they currently have. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not great, and it doesn't feel like you're, the Reds are even going to allow you to get someone for a song. Yeah, and there's only a few real starting pitchers that I think are going to be available at that trade deadline. High-impact starting pitching, I mean, you're going to have to go to certain teams that are going to be sellers. I think Lee, I think uh, Kyle Hendricks will be a guy that might be on the block that can help out a team. Mets might be a really good setup for him, but again, I don't know what kind of trade capital they have. I was in the minor league system with the Mets just a few years ago, and all their very best players in that system are currently in the big leagues. Cody, really quick before we let you go, are you a fan of chain restaurants or do you uh, do you live your life above the uh, the chain? I am definitely not above any type of chain restaurant. You give me an In and Out, I will eat Whips that all chains, day long. Handcuffs. Trista, do you eat In and Out? Would you eat In and Out? Yeah, I would eat In and Out, like on a road trip. Trista's bougie, uh, uh, Cody. We're trying to get her to eat regular stuff, but she doesn't eat anything less than five stars. So we're working on it. I like ceviche. Oh, wow. I like ceviche a lot. Ceviche is like four dollars. Okay, well, that's cheap. <laughs> Anybody who eats ceviche is now cheap. <laughs> Cody, thanks for joining the show, brother. Enjoy your drive or your. Uh, of course, thank you so much. Your stop, rather. <laughs>